to Trinity's daily Bible podcast, an opportunity to share scripture and hope together. The year 2020 will forever be known as the battle against the invisible enemy. I don't even need to mention the name, and you already know what I'm referring to, COVID-19. Yes, it is almost impossible to go a day without hearing about the invisible virus and the profound battle it has caused across the globe. It reminds me of another invisible enemy referenced throughout the Bible, but specifically in Ephesians 6. I am honored to share with you today on how this scripture has helped me with my own personal battles against this enemy. And hopefully, along the way, you will learn some effective strategies on how to cope and find hope as we battle through COVID-19 pandemic. My name is Monica Albers, and I'm married to Mitch, and together we have two children, Caleb and Cameron. We have attended Trinity in Orange City for 12-plus years. I am currently serving as an elder, but also on the transition team. Recently, my family and I have been worshiping and serving in our Trinity Hospers location. Thanks for tuning in today. Let's dig into the word. Ephesians 6, 10 through 19, the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This scripture provides profound insight, giving us very practical and visual tactics for victory in and through Christ. Everything that occurs in the physical, visible world is directly connected somehow to a battle in the spiritual and invisible world. Therefore, if we want to be victorious over our struggles here on earth, we have to learn how to fight against the invisible powers of the enemy. Most people would agree that it's ill-advised to go into battle unprepared. It makes sense that if we want to claim victory, we must put in the appropriate physical and mental training. First and foremost, we must understand how our enemy operates. This passage references that our enemy is not flesh and blood, but rather the devil and his evil forces. 1 Peter 5.8 states, Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. We know from scripture that he uses two opposite but equally effective strategies. 
He uses temptation to try to convince us to think we are better and more righteous than we actually are, leaving little room or need for a Savior. On the other hand, he uses accusation to try to convince us we are way worse than we actually are, creating negative self-talk and feelings of being unworthy of God's love. These two strategies often show up in the forms of distraction, compromise, exaggeration, and lies. Now that we know a little bit more about our enemy, it is important to learn our strategy to defeat the enemy. It is essential that we understand and follow through on our written instructions found throughout the Bible. We must trust 100% that He, with a capital H, will be our guide and helper during our battles. Let's see what our great commander advises as we prepare for battle. In this passage, we are given six pieces of armor to use for protection and one power tactic. For the sake of time, I have chosen three of my personal favorites to share with you today. First, the belt of truth. I don't know about you, but one of my battles lately has been searching for truth during the pandemic. There are so many resources claiming truth, often supporting conflicting point of views. News articles, websites, Facebook posts, data points, models of prediction, on and on. I became exhausted searching for truth. I have come to the conclusion that it is not my job to try to figure out the answers, but rather it is my job to trust in the one who already holds the answers. In my response to this conviction, I have learned to turn down the dial on social media and turn up the dial in reading my Bible, where I know with 100% confidence that I can find truth. Will you join me in fastening the belt of truth by spending more time in Scripture? After all, the belt is essential as it holds all other pieces of your armor in place. Second, the boots of peace. This is another personal favorite, and it's not because I'm a shoe girl. Although, I do believe boots of peace could make a great fashion statement. I love this one because I feel, as followers of Christ, we have a unique calling to show up differently during our battles. It is very evident when you are around a person of peace. These people choose to show up as a less anxious present and has a calming and quiet confidence that is contagious. They are grounded in their boots of peace. When we are saved by Christ, we not only have the peace of God, we also have a radar control guiding our movements and direction in life. Growing up, my grandma always had decorated her home with hand crocheted signs of canvas that said, Shalom. I now know why she loved these signs so much. To her, shalom meant peace with God, peace with others, and peace with herself. This, too, has become a foundational word of hope for me. How about you? Will you embrace this word and put on your boots of peace each day as you step into battle? The Bible is clear. The peace of God will guard our hearts. And finally, the helmet of salvation. Obviously, the helmet protects the skull that contains our mind. I believe the helmet of salvation is symbolic for taking our thoughts captive and controlling what we allow to penetrate our mind. God wants us to allow His truths to help control our thinking. Romans 12.2 states, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 also states, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 
Salvation implies deliverance. Join me in putting on the helmet of salvation. We can be delivered from the enemy and defeat. The victory is already ours with Christ. And the bonus power tactic listed in this passage is too good not to mention. Prayer. One of my daily reminders constantly replaying in my head goes something like this. Monica, have you prayed about it as much as you've complained about it? It's so natural to turn to grumbling, especially when we are in six plus weeks of our worlds being flipped completely upside down. In my experience, complaining only leads to more negativity. But when I can turn it into prayer, it's transformative. Prayer has the power to turn the victim into the victor. So will you please join me, like this passage states, and pray for the Lord's people. In conclusion, I hope you can feel a little more prepared for the battles that come your way, whatever they may be. We know with confidence that when we take up the armor of God, we can fight our battles with the expectation of victory, not defeat. Please pray with me. Lord, thank you for the gift of your armor. Help us to pick up that armor and wear it so that others can see that we fight our battles differently. We boldly ask that you help us to use our struggles to glorify your name, but also to be a source of hope for those in similar battles. We claim victory in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope to see you next time right here on the Trinity Daily Bible Podcast. Thank you.